Hello friends and a warm welcome to the Slow Living Collective. This is a podcast about slowing down, living seasonally and embracing an intentional life. So introductions, I'm Amy, I'm a 30-something mum of two, homemaker, home educator and allotment gardener and these podcasts are love notes from me, sharing the things that I sometimes need to hear myself as well. In these episodes, I'm going to delve into what it means to walk a different path, to stepping outside societal norms and embracing all the beauty that it provides. From educating our children outside of the school system, living in a small home by choice, surrounding ourselves with a life of intention instead of living a life by default. I welcome you to come on this journey with me and open your mind to maybe a different way of living. I hope you find what you're looking for within the words of these podcasts and I hope they speak to you in your own unique way. Hello everyone and welcome back to another podcast. Today I want to share with you a topic that is really close to my heart but can sometimes end up being a little controversial when I talk about it and that's just in the sense that people have different views and obviously these episodes they're just my takes on things and how I feel, how I live, how I parent and stuff so obviously not an attack on anybody else's choices but you know, it's probably always worth putting that little mild disclaimer out there. I wish we didn't live in a world where we always needed a disclaimer for everything we did, but generally we do. But today I want to talk about the internet and why I don't share my children's names, their faces, their milestones and much like that. Now my daughter is almost four years old, she will turn four in February and it's wild to me that I nearly have a four year old because wow, how, where, like where did the time go? It's it's amazing to me but she's, so she's obviously currently three and I also have my son who is 18 months old almost and It has always been a conscious decision since before my daughter was born that we weren't going to share her face on the internet. And you know what? It's a decision that isn't always easy. Like I said, it was a decision we made before my daughter was even born. There was no way that I wanted to share her on the internet. And especially thinking about Instagram at the time. Instagram is probably my favourite social media platform. I mean, I say probably, it's definitely my favourite social media platform because I don't use Facebook. I don't use really use TikTok sometimes, very occasionally. And I do have Twitter, but I use it for a very specific use that's not related to my my sort of lifestyle Instagram account. Sounds a bit dubious doesn't it but I just use it for like housing related stuff because we're going through a bit of a cladding crisis where we live at the moment so I literally use it just to focus on that so Instagram is my jam it's my favorite place to show up and I do really enjoy it and I have like a wonderful community of people on there but with a larger following and you know there are people with far larger followings than me but you know, with a decent amount of people on there, 
and at the time when my daughter was born a much larger following on there I was just curious as to how I was going to sort of manage things because I didn't want to to share her with the world I instead wanted to protect her and keep her safe but it was this really tricky time because obviously once you have a baby you want to show them off you want to show them to the world and for a couple of months I definitely did share her quite a bit and then I was just reminded that the internet is not the place for children in my opinion and so I did share her a bit at the beginning of her life I shared her name and I shared her face and then this really strange thing happened and it was just a little weird to me so my husband doesn't have social media anymore but he did at the time and he went onto his Instagram which he had I don't know like a hundred followers maybe not even that and he went onto his Instagram one evening and he noticed that he had been followed by an account and that account had a picture that was like a picture that he had posted of him and he was like huh that's weird now you might be thinking like okay like accounts get cloned all the time right which yeah they do and he was like mm, this account has stolen some of my pictures and they were like really dull pictures so they'd stolen like the picture of him um he was playing the guitar and they'd stolen that picture and put it as a profile picture and then they'd stolen, I can't even remember, I want to say like five other pictures. And they were really boring. Sorry Ray, but your pictures were really boring. <laughs> and it was like like a picture inside a hotel room, for example. Like a picture of his dinner from like 2012. Do you know what I mean? They were just not interesting pictures at all. And... um. So yeah, this person had created this account, stolen his profile, stolen a picture of him to use as a profile picture, and then stolen these like five boring other pictures. And I was like, oh, that's weird. What's their username? So I went to look them up on my account and I couldn't see them. And I was like, that's weird. Like, they've obviously blocked me I mean I'm not sure that was my first thought I was like that's weird that I can't see them have they blocked me and so I went to um, a business account that um, I co-manage and just looked them up there and I could see the account so that so I just found it super weird because it had about 12,000 followers at the time and I found it so weird that whoever this person was that had set up this account had like taken my husband's pictures but gone to the effort of blocking me it wasn't even like it was it just didn't seem like a straight like duplication of an account if you get what I mean it just felt a little more sinister they knew that there was that connection there with me enough to block me I don't know it just felt 
really odd and it was at that moment that I I was able to just sort of remember like okay these were all of the reasons why we wanted to protect our daughter and why we didn't want her name and her face on the internet because once it's there you know it's kind of there forever um and so I mean I don't have that account anymore so um that's good I guess but um you know I immediately took all of the pictures of her off of that account stopped referring to her by name stopped sharing anything about her and that's just how I felt comfortable at the time and I know it's not the norm in sort of like the Instagram Instagram mom Instagram parenting sort of community you know most people are sharing photos of their children, sharing their names, sharing their everythings, every milestone, everything that they're up to. And it's just, even prior to that, that sort of like episode just sort of reminded me of everything that I had always felt, but I just got caught up in this idea of like, new baby, ah, and like I said as soon as there was that and I was reminded by that I you know removed her name and her images from the internet and if I ever share either of the children now it is always with their faces blurred and it's not because you know I think like I'm anything special but you know they deserve to live their childhood privately is how I feel and I guess that leads us nicely on to some of the reasoning we have for not sharing our children on the internet. Now, like I said, all of that sort of weirdo episode took place because my husband um, was on Instagram. Now, he's not on Instagram or Facebook or any of those things anymore. He still has a Twitter account, but he only looks up like football manager stuff. <laughs> he's a big football manager fan and I know he's probably going to listen to this so hi Ray we all appreciate your love for football manager but yeah we felt that that episode like I said was just a sort of uh, a reminder of all the things we had previously felt passionate about but had kind of pushed aside because you know the excitement of a new child and wanting to share them and show them off and just enjoying them and you know just sharing them oh so innocently and um you know it's a stark reminder that the internet is a weird place the internet is an adult place it's not a children place and there are many many reasons why we feel that we want to give our children um that sort of privacy to you know, live their lives offline. So many children don't get to live their lives offline um, and through no understanding of their own. And so a biggie for us is that, you know, we lived a pre-internet childhood that, you know, my baby photos are not smacked all over Facebook and, you know, they're not all over Instagram and and you know my milestones aren't discussed my, you know 
pictures of me with food dripping all over my face. Pictures that I would laugh at now, obviously, uh, you know, I'm 37 years old now, but, you know, when you're a teenager, things, you know, life's tough. Imagine that your friends can just, like, look on the internet and find out, like, some of your deepest, darkest baby secrets, right? And, you know, some of us might be like, well, I wouldn't care, but, you know, we don't know that our children want to be all over the internet. They haven't expressed any kind of consent. You know, they don't even understand what they would be consenting to. Like, sometimes I've filmed a video and my daughter has said to me, um, she said, like, mummy, like, you can put that on Instagram because I'll say to her if she pops her face in. I'm like, no, no, I don't put your face uh, or your brother's face on the internet, or on Instagram. And she's like, you can put my face on Instagram. And I'm like, you know, she doesn't know what Instagram is. She doesn't know what she's consenting to. And until she's old enough to understand, then that's not uh, that that's not her consenting to her face or her name being on the internet. Now she of course might change her mind. And I, as with anything, I will roll with the punches and I will, you know facilitate the understanding of the situation in an age-appropriate way but you know I don't foresee that for many years until she's a teenager because I you know I I just want them to live their childhood offline the thing is as well is that you know Every time we post on the internet or share something on the internet, we create this digital footprint. And essentially, you know, my children can rock up online at, I don't know, let's say 16 years old. And their entire life has already been shared for them. They don't get to dictate who they are and the personality they are and the persona that they want to share. Because... I would have already shared that. There's a digital footprint there. I know they're not following straight on from it, but there's a digital footprint there that has already given them this digital footprint. And I want them to, you know, one day, if they want to be on the internet, I want them to show up and I want them to share who they are. I want them to share their truth, not my truth. Because although, you know, I'm their mother and I'm raising them, who they are and their personalities that's a them thing they get to choose the parts of them that they share and that's not down to me and so the digital footprint is really really important to me and my husband as well that they don't have something that they're it's all being done on their terms when they are ready when we feel like they are ready, of course, and that they show up on the internet and they get to share the person that they are, their true authentic selves, with nothing else. Nothing already there, no preconceived footprint that has been, I guess, created by me. Because I could, you know, unwittingly create like this digital footprint for them that is ultimately nothing like who they are and I just I just want them to have this peaceful free childhood 
that you know they don't have to worry about things like this and and that they're not going to look back one day and be like oh mum that's so embarrassing I wish you'd never shared that you know I don't want this sort of stuff on the internet because it's when it's on the internet it's there forever and I don't feel as though I want to use my children for content now that being said I do sometimes share them I'm a stay-at-home mum my children are you know with me all the time but my sharing my Instagram footprint my blog even it's all my perspective so while they sort of exist within that sphere it isn't you know it isn't about them same way I won't share their milestones I won't tell you where my children start walking or talking and where they cut their first tooth or you know when they stop uh, using nappies for example and and start using the toilet like nobody knows when that process happened for my daughter and it will be the same for my son I have never shared the specifics I've never even alluded to the fact actually that my my daughter doesn't use nappies anymore right this is the first time I'm saying that you have no idea when in the past she didn't she's she stopped doing that so it's all of those things those milestones they're private they're for us they're for her you know how embarrassing is it if there is some sort of digital footprint that people can find where you know when she's 16 years old people are like haha you did this while you were learning to use a toilet like you know it's not funny and you know it's it's personal details that are personal to her personal to us personal to our family and you know she gets to dictate those things and while she's not old enough to do so then we make the decision not to share that so their milestones do not exist on the internet at all and I guess that leads nicely into sharing their names now when my daughter was born obviously as I've already said in this episode I did share her name on the internet and I did share her images so her name was out there and to be honest I think the way her digital footprint will work is that it probably remains out there and you know there are people maybe some of you guys who are listening to this podcast even like you know her name you know her name but the thing is the people that do know are oh so respectful everybody um will refer to her by how i refer to her on the internet which is by the letter h which is the letter of her first name and you know like i said her name has been out there on the internet before but you know only for a short period of time you know she'll be four in february and you know for a couple of months her face and her name were on the internet so you know she has changed remarkably in that time i mean her name is obviously still the same but her you know the way she looks looks so so different than she did when she was a baby and you know i like that idea that you know as time goes on she would would be less and less recognizable and you know hopefully as time goes on I don't know I don't know whether it's possible that her name doesn't exist on the internet I've never looked her up but regardless of that you know there's 
going to be minimal, if anything, about her out there in the world. And the same with my son. Now, my son's face and name have never been on the internet from the word go. So I have obviously documented both my pregnancies and actually uh, opposite to, to how I you know, document the children, my pregnancies have actually been quite, I think I've probably shared them quite a bit and shared quite a lot of the ins and outs. But um, my first pregnancy with my daughter, I had preeclampsia. The second time I didn't. But um, I did document what pregnancy after preeclampsia was like. And so there are also lots of other things about my son's pregnancy that I did share the details of. And, you know, um, in hindsight, maybe I wouldn't have done that. I have no intention of having any more children. Our family is complete, so it's not something that I would ever think about for the future. But, you know, we had a couple of instances in his pregnancy where we thought that he may be born with a birth defect, which was eventually ruled out. And I did share that in a lot of detail and you know maybe he wouldn't had he been born with that birth defect who knows whether he would have wanted that out in the world so it's a really difficult it's a really fine line to tread there is no right or wrong however you want to do it this is just personal experience so I've never shared his name again I refer to him as S which is the letter from his first name and his face has never been on the internet. Um, probably the most important thing you should know is my children look absolutely identical. Those of you who are listening and have seen them both know that they are twins. They are the same child. In fact, it's hilarious because even in my scans when um, I was pregnant with them, when I had my son, this is my second born, and I had a scan done, and I put it, it was the 20-week scan, and I put it side by side with my daughter's 20-week scan, and they even looked identical at that point. I was like, huh, I remember texting my friends being like, I'm birthing the same baby. And it turns out that I did birth the same baby. <laughs> they are just very similar children. In I Obviously, personality-wise, it's hard to know. My son's only 18 months, and he... His interests are, I would say, are a lot different, but um, facially and physically, they both they they're very similar. But also in some of their not so much their milestones. Like I said, I don't really go into that. But some of the natures of them as they were children, like they, um, as they were children, they're obviously still children as they were babies. Um, things like their the way they sleep, their sleeping habits and um you know i can't think of the top of my head but there's so many things that they're just sort of very similar um so it's like raising the same baby twice which is good because it means um there's less things that catch me off guard like i've said through this podcast it's such a personal choice to know whether you're doing the right thing by it sharing your children on the internet and it's as I mentioned something that we had come to long before we had children while I was pregnant with my daughter but you know 
I don't always make the right decisions. I don't, you know, sometimes I trip up and I have to remember and sort of reinstate some of the things that I was passionate about earlier. So, you know, I like I said, I did share my daughter's face. I did share her name. And, you know, I was reminded why that wasn't necessarily my first choice. But it's difficult as parents. We love our children and you know, we're proud of them and we want to share them. You know, there's no one more beautiful in the world than our children. And, you know, we want to, we're excited to share them. And so it is very much a radical choice, I feel like, in this day and age to not share them and not share every detail and every photo. And it's not always the easy choice. I would love to share my children. They are the lights of my life. I love them dearly and they do the funniest things. They amuse me and make me smile every single day. And of course I would love to share when I'm proud of them, when they've done this, when they've done that. But it's it's reminding myself that the world we live in and the place the internet is, is just not conducive to children, in my personal opinion. But not only that, we are trying to raise children in a consent-based parenting model, I guess you would say, where, you know, we want to, we want to be our kids' equals, you know, we're obviously parents, but you know what, we want to be equal to them and we want to treat them, we don't want, you know, this horrible childism that runs through our society where children aren't treated, you know, like we would treat an adult, you know, we treat children as if they're a lesser being and we try and, you know, facilitate this idea that, um, you know, we that we're following this sort of like consent and consent is so important we want to have their consent on things because consent isn't just sexual consent consent is across the board and if we don't respect their consent in one area then you know what are we saying about when we teach them consent like consent only matters sometimes because consent matters all the time and we want them to know that their their voice and their choices and their decisions they matter and what they say we follow and you know we always have their best interests at heart and we're here to protect them and help them and guide them and facilitate you know their childhood but we just want them to know that that their consent matters and that we have you know waited until they are able to consent for these things and it's not been like well they're too young to actually know like i said earlier you know my daughter can say to me like yeah you can put me on instagram but she doesn't know what instagram is and she doesn't understand the ramifications of putting herself on instagram and and what that can mean in the wider context so in that sense is it really consent because there's no understanding behind it when there's understanding behind it i hope that she and my son will understand that you know what we did was in their best interest and that we want to you know protect them and wait for that moment where they are able to consent to us so you know to put these 
pictures of them online or share their names or share their milestones. We want it to be their choice. And they may make the choice and be like, sure, I wouldn't have minded if you'd have shared me from a baby. But they also might be like, I'm really glad that all of my stuff isn't on the internet. But the important thing is, is that they have had the opportunity to make that choice. I mean, I'm quite happy to have lived a life where my baby pictures only exist in, you know, a photo album in my mum's house in a drawer. And, you know, I've, over the years, you know, taken a picture of one and put it on the internet, this is me. But, you know, I don't share them all. And, you know, you guys know nothing about my childhood. And, you know, that's, and I don't know anything about any of your childhoods. And that's what I want. I want them to be able to tell their, their own story of who they are who they authentically feel inside, however, you know, whatever that is, however they feel about themselves, I want them to have that authentic truth and not have me already putting out this sort of story about who they are because they don't even know who they are yet. We have no idea who they will grow up to become. We have no idea what their interests will be, their hobbies, who they will love, where they will live, what things that, you know, they'll want to pursue as a career, all of these things, they're completely open books, they're at the beginning of their lives, and it's their story to share, and it it's not my story. My story is their story, the story is their mother, and, you know, the trials and tribulations of motherhood, of which there can sometimes be a lot, and, um, you know, parenting a three-year-old and a one-year-old is interesting, but, you know, I like to share things from my perspective and and you know one day they may want to share their story, they might want to share their childhood, they might want to share their baby pictures but the most important thing is that it's on their terms and it is their story and it's their story to share. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode today. I hope it was helpful and insightful and just shared a little bit about what's on my heart and mind when it comes to sharing my children on the internet. Like I said, there's no right or wrong way. We just have to, you know, follow our intuitions and and follow what feels right as parents. So if you have any questions, I'm always open to talking about any of the topics that I cover in these episodes, but this is one that is very near and dear to my heart. So if you head over to my Instagram, you'll find me at lifeonplot44 and yeah, just drop me a message, give me a follow. Community is so important to me, so I would love to connect with you there. If you're able to leave me a rating or review, I would be so grateful. So many of my podcasting friends say that podcasts really do live or die by their reviews. So if you're able to leave me a rating and a review, I would be so grateful. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode. You can check out any of my previous episodes if you just like, and you'll be able to find every episode that I have recorded so far and there are some corkers there are some really good ones also if you want to follow my joint podcast venture that I do with one of my best friends then you can check us out at slow the heck down 
That is a podcast where me and Talia dive into all of the nitty gritty stuff about everyday life. I live here in the UK, Talia lives in Canada and yeah, we just dive into some really juicy topics too. You can find us on Instagram at slow the heck down pod and you can also search for slow the heck down wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again for listening to today's episode and I will catch you in the next one.